The Texas Football Today podcast is brought to you by Chocolate Milk, built by nature. Catch Texas Football Today live weekdays at noon on TexasFootball.com and get involved with the show using hashtag TFToday. And now, on with the show. Yes, yes, y'all. From the brand new Dave Campbell's Texas Football Mothership here in beautiful Louisville, Texas, it is Texas Football Today, a show on the internet. My name is Greg Tepper. I am the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football, a magazine, texasfootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us listening to the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Normally, you can watch us live on texasfootball.com or on Facebook every weekday at noon, but we're off the air for now while we get our new studio put together. Either way, thank you for doing your part to support your local mediocre internet show. I'm flying solo today. Max is out of the country. And so we thought we'd bring you something special, some interviews that we did with some of the best and brightest Texas high school football coaches down at the THSCA Coaching School and Convention in San Antonio last week. Today is Monday, August 6, 2018, 108 days until Thanksgiving, episode 598-598, LaRue Washington's OPS in his illustrious Texas Rangers career. As you can tell, I've lost my voice, but I'm trying to power through it. I promised you guys two podcasts today. This is actually being recorded on Tuesday, but this is your Monday podcast because I love you very much. One of the coaches we caught up with at THSEA Coaching School and Convention is one of our favorites, the head coach of Code Red down there at Crosby, Coach Jeff Reardon. We had a great time talking with him. Here's our conversation with Crosby coach Jeff Reardon here on Texas Football Today. Greg Tepper, Dave Campbell's Texas Football and TexasFootball.com here at the THSCA Coaching School and Convention in San Antonio. And they let him back in. <laughs> it is with deep regret that I welcome in the head coach of the Crosby Cougars. No excitement in your coach voice Jeff there. Reardon. <laughs> Jeff Reardon and I are currently locked in a battle to blackmail one another. <laughs> um, you, are, you are going to Rick Renner for what now? Man, I was doing an uh, interview yesterday for the, the Friday, you know, mm-hmm. Friday night Texas football thing for Fox Sports, and somehow the conversation got into a picture of you playing football at Capel, and mm-hmm. I said I need that picture. Well, the thing is, I have a picture <laughs> of Jeff Reardon getting makeup applied <laughs> to his shiny bald head uh, um, when he was on during, it's like between games at the state, the championship, state championship games. Yeah. Yeah, and I and I texted that to your lovely wife Mandy, yeah. and I said, "Deploy this whenever necessary." <laughs> so it's you, you still have it, the picture. Yeah, I think so. Uh, I would have to go through my phone. Um, she so, had, yeah, you sent it to my wife. So, so yeah. it's a cold war between <laughs> Jeff Reardon and I, um, uh, and your and like your staff won't leave me alone on Twitter. It's just a whole thing. <laughs> um, so let's talk about Crosby. And the weirdest playoff draw of all time. You guys go nine and one. Yes, sir. And somehow draw another nine and one team in the first round of the playoffs and play an all timer with Port Nature's Groves. Um do you, are are you just looking forward to what should hopefully be a normal playoff draw this year? That is the, that is it's truly bizarre. Obviously things came together in a certain way to yeah. make that happen. It's all on the up and up. Right. But it's just it's just truly bizarre that, that we really that, that we got that in the first round. Man, it was crazy. Well, you know, we, we thought it was like ninety eight percent sure we were playing Vider. Mm-hmm. So me and Coach Matthews had already, you know, FaceTime, flipped the coin, did all that stuff and, you know, had our game time set, our stadium set, everything was 
you know, moving toward, you know, we thought 99% we're going to play Vodder. Well, last night of district, crazy things happened, and me and Faircloth call each other, yeah, I think we're playing. This is ridiculous. And, uh, you know, I, going into that game all week, I knew it was going to be one of those games because, uh, you know, those guys were really, really talented on offense, and uh, we were really, really talented on offense. And, had a lot of injuries and um, you know guys playing out of position on defense, so I knew it was gonna it was gonna be. I didn't know it was gonna be that crazy. Yeah. Now I was thinking more of like a forty-two to thirty-five game, but not seventy-two uh, sixty-nine. Nah, ten touchdowns scored on twenty total touchdowns, mm-hmm. fifteen hundred yards. It was it was a definitely a game you wanted to be at watching. Yeah, it was definitely exciting. Well, I'll tell you, I couldn't be there watching, but uh, I was in the second Mandy Reardon shout out. Um, I was following her Twitter <laughs> account, and if you ever need like the greatest play-by-play, oh, yeah. she was like, it was just like. They scored again, frowny face. Yeah, we scored again, like happy face. Yeah. It was like yeah. it was it was truly bizarre. Um, and that well, the good news is like you don't have to see Port Nature's Groves anytime soon. Like it's they're they're in our district. We are district foes now. We play them week seven, I think. I got to go back and look at it, but uh, I seen Faircloth yesterday, and he, you know. It's just, you know, it'd be fun. It'd be fun. They got to come to the jungle. So that's a they got to come to the jungle. That's yeah, right. It's a little different in the jungle. the jungle, but, you know, it's going to be, they got their quarterback back. We got our quarterback back. And, you know, I don't think it's yeah. going to be 72 to 69, it, but it, well, we'll be better on defense. I guarantee don't that. Don't give up 69. Stamp more. that. Or don't give up 73. You'll be better on defense. Yeah, we're, our personnel is going to be a lot better okay. on defense. So. so then let's let's talk about that. What is going to, because we've, we've come to know, know Crosby football as it exists as uh, high flying offense. Defense, we'll figure it out. Yeah. What's going to be different about defense this year? You know, I think we're, we're changing up. You know, our, our defense coordinator went back home uh, to Corsicana, uh, be closer to the family. So uh, hired a new defense coordinator, so we're going to have some changes uh, just schematically uh, with our defense. But personnel-wise, uh, we're going to be healthy. We're going to be athletic. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we had a lot of injuries last year, some guys coming back. Uh, we're just going to have a lot more speed on defense, some younger kids that played JV last year. Uh, moved up, played some varsity last year because of uh, injuries. Um, we're going to be way more experienced and just flat out way more athletic on defense. That's going to help. There's not going to be people just running butt naked open down the field and, you know, a quarterback throwing at 70 yards to a receiver wide open because we'll be, just personnel-wise, be more athletic on defense. Uh, you know, we had a bunch of kids, uh, you know, I'm, uh, you know, when I say that, we had a safety last year that should have been our backup running back behind Squirrel. Mm-hmm. Uh, he has to go over and play safety because of, of, of those is, you know issues in the secondary, so he'll be our starting running back this year. Mm-hmm. That's his position. That's what he's good at. He's not good at safety, and um, so our our, our personnel is going to be a lot better. Um, you know, we're going to have some kids that can just make plays uh, mm-hmm. on defense. That's going to help, um, uh, and I think we'll still be good offensively. I hope. Um, but I did know P and G was in your. I was just giving you trouble. I know. Right? I know you okay, did. I thought you was trying to lead me in and set me up for you know give me a little layup there. Of course you know, I was. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> So then the offensive side. New faces. You you lose probably your most notable face, right, in Squirrel Williams yep. off to Baylor. Mm-hmm. Um, but the guys you have back, and I, I definitely want your take on it, which is why I'm asking you. The guys you have back, it seems like you have them in the in the most important spots. Yep. You, got, you got the quarterback, and you got a, some pretty solid offensive linemen. Yep. If you're going to only – if you can only pick a couple places to do it, yeah. it seems like that's where you'd want to have those guys. Right, right. You know, definitely having, you know, the quarterback back, your trigger man, the, the coach on offense, the leader uh, in Jaden Howard who, uh, you know, you know, he had 3,000 yards and 30 touchdowns last year. And he got better as the year went on. Oh, too. and he got a lot better as the year. You know, he played a lot as a sophomore because Manny got hurt uh, and uh, had to come in and play as a sophomore, and he was 
you know, he wasn't he, he wasn't ready yet physically. You know, the arm was live, the mental part, part was there, but he was just so skinny. He was, you know, he's a real tall kid, so he hadn't put on the weight yet. Um, and then last year, just as the year progressed, he just got better and better. Um, and he's going to have a different element to his game this year. Oh, Jaden can run. And he's put on some strength. Are you gonna it, you're gonna let him run? If needed, mm-hmm. I'm not gonna run him until I have to. You know, I don't, I'm my philosophy is to try to keep my quarterback healthy until it counts. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there'll be a few games where we cut him loose, and he's gonna be a, he's gonna be a difference maker. Uh, you know, and, and like you said, our offensive line is is gonna be really good next year. Chase Todd is a is a Division one prospect that has uh, plenty of offers. That's gonna you know be our be our anchor on the offensive line. But we have we have some really good players also besides him that are you know that are under, under the radar with uh, Chris Cole and um, um, Keegan Sheck-Snyder and some guys like that, we're, we're going to be okay. Um, the skill guys won't be Craig or CPAT, mm-hmm. won't be Squirrel and CPAT mm-hmm. out there that had uh, 4,000 yards and 50 <laughs> touchdowns last year. But, uh, you know, a kid named Matthew Fignano, who, who was very solid last year, who has had a great offseason, great 7-on-7, seven seven, is going to be our, uh, our go-to guy. And then uh, Marquise Doucette is a 4-4 guy. Uh, he's going to be a lot like CPAT, um, and we're look, we look for big things out of him. I think we'll be okay. A legit 4-4 guy because we looked a lot of 4-4s in the well, magazine. Well, he, he went to camp, college camp, Friday and ran 4-4-5. Uh, that's so, a 4-4. So we'll see. Uh, that's a 4-4. Uh, we'll see on my watch Monday. I tell people, I tell people <laughs> all the time, I'm like, I'm like, man, you'd be stunned at how many kids run a 4-3 in this state. Oh, I know. You'd be stunned. I, know. I don't think we have any 4-3s. But. Do you even recognize this program from when you took it over? Because it's, it, it seems to me that it has changed uh, ton in yeah. your time there yeah you know i didn't know where crosby was i've never heard of crosby you know i was uh, at sulfur springs in east texas uh, from the dfw area uh so when it came time for me to go look for a head coaching job and crosby was one of the open ones you know i had to do a little research and and, and looking into it you could see that there was talent there and uh called some coaches you know brandon faircloth being one steve hell being the other that kind of knew the area you know they told me it was a gold mine you mm-hmm. know for the right guy and uh you know i i it, they were right. It's a gold mine. I mean, great kids, great community. Uh, you know, not just the change in, in the success, uh, just the whole t- change in the community and, and, and the facilities and the support from the top down. And uh, it, it's just it's, it's, it, it's kind of blown up. Um, you know, Code Red is kind of blown up down there, which is great, and that's what you want. Uh, you want your program to recruit itself, and, yeah. and I, that's what we do. And we promote our program. We promote our kids. Uh, we want our kids to have a good experience in our program. So we have you seventh in the state. Um, I will tell you, um, one of your assistants who shall not be named, <laughs> one of your tiny assistants who shall not be named. There's um, only two, Jonah or Roe. <laughs> one of your tiny assistants who shall you. not be named. Jonah's having allergies. He's over there, so he didn't want to get hey, on air because he's, he's having doing, allergies. Bud? So I asked Roe if he wanted to come sit in my lap and do the interview this year. <laughs> I knew you like that. Um, yeah, uh, <laughs> you you knew right. Um, one of them, one of your tiny assistants who, who shall not be named, uh, told me that he, he didn't like that we were, you were ranked seventh. He thought that was too high. I don't know. We'll see. I like it. I like the expectation. I mean, that's kind of the bar that we and the standard that we set there. And I like the high expectation. Um, you know, I think our kids went through all the off season with a chip on their shoulder. You know, going out in the first round, even to a great PNG team. That, that was below our standard. You know, we call it NOS, not our standard. And, uh, you know, the kids – but it, but I think it may have triggered what's about to happen this season because mm-hmm. we've had a great offseason in summer. Yeah, because there are some coaches um, 
who who want you to rank them last in, in, in the state and be like, no, 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 I don't want anything. Mm-hmm. You know, there's there's some coaches who we've talked to who don't like that we were that they're ranked. Right. So, but you're you're the other way. You're yeah, like, no, I'm bring good. it on. Yeah, I'm good with it. Okay. I'm definitely good with it. Jonah, come here. <laughs> Jonah Reardon joining us to spend the Dick Sporting Goods wheel of questions for his father to uh, to uh, to do it. You want to give this the camera thing? and say hello. Wave the camera. There say he hi, is. mom. I love you. There, good job, buddy. Good job. You can spin this wheel for your dad. It's a Dick Sporting Goods Wheel of Questions. Whatever it lands on is what your dad's going to have to answer. We're going to see what it lands on. We're going to see what it lands on. This will be good. The Dick Sporting Goods Wheel of Questions. All right. Oh, this is great. Oh, this and is actually, awesome. this is really good. I want to hear about a crazy play that you called. And i got a great story, too. That works. I'm here for it. This Let's is, go. This is good stuff. You good know, job, Jonah. We have our... Um, you know, our kids do 707. We do it right. We don't coach our kids in 707. We get lawn chairs, and they got it. Well... You know, going into this, not this last season, the season before in 7-on-7, seven seven, they started running a little sprint-out play. Jaden was throwing it to CPAT, and mm-hmm. CPAT was hooking lateral to Craig. Okay. And they ran that the first play of every 7-on-7, seven seven, and it was a touchdown. So we play in Kingwood Park. Um, they score. There's like four seconds to half. They mm-hmm. score, kick it off. We have two seconds on the clock. Mm-hmm. They're going to be in prevent. It's time to run the play the kids put in. Not me, the kids. So – so we called the play. We had a signal for it. I don't remember what the signal was. Our offense coordinator designed that. I didn't. Uh, and called the hook and lateral. 85-yard touchdown. And that's the play the kids put in. And so No credit to me. No credit to the coach. Well, now kids. you say no credit to you. <laughs> but after the game, somebody's asking you, like, like oh, you know, yeah. the Houston Chronicles coming up, be like, oh, yeah. who, who designed that play? Be like, and I, I tell them that no, I tell them the same story. I'm like, truthfully, <laughs> the kids put that play in, and it was so successful in seven on seven. We start, we put it in, you know, mm-hmm. we, we put the protection in, of course, and we practiced it. When we practiced our trick plays, we practiced it. And the kids were like, coach, when are we going to run it? When are we going to run it? Well, the right time came up. We ran it, 85 yard touchdown. And as a coach, it's hard to stat that. I don't know who you yeah. get the kid. That is, is weird. So yeah, I, so. I think CPAT would theoretically he would get the 12 yard. He would get the 12 yard catch, and then I think it goes. Does it go as a handoff? I don't know what it goes. Does it goes as, as a run from there because it's. I don't know. I let I my stat know. guy do that. I uh, just, yeah, I mean, it's that's theoretically that. my job to know that. But <laughs> when have I ever done my job? But you know, right before half, it was it was great, and you know, we went into halftime, and the kids fired up, and okay. you know. One of those uh, well, we will continue our Cold War. <laughs> and we'll just plan on doing this next year. I know too many people that know you, so I'm gonna get I'm gonna get some pictures. I'm gonna get some pictures. Jeff Reard, he's Jeff Reardon of Crosby. He's a big jerk. <laughs> Thanks, coach. Appreciate it. Thank you. There he is, Jeff Reardon, the head coach, of the Crosby Cougars. Excited to see what they do in 2018. You know, they've always got athletes, and they've got a heck of a coaching staff down there. Really excited to see what Code Red does in 2018. We are Texas Football Today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com, talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. And, of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. TexasFootball.com is also where you can become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider. Make sure you check that out. Another one of the coaches we caught up with down there at the THSEA Coaching School and Convention in San Antonio is the head coach of the Flatonia Bulldogs, Coach Chris Freitag. Excited to see what they do this year. I think they've got quite a squad coming back. He's fired up. Here's our conversation with Chris Freitag of Flatonia here on Texas Football Today. Matt Stepp, Dave Campbell's Texas Football back here at the Texas High School Coaches Association Convention here in beautiful San Antonio, Texas, here with the head coach, of the Flatonia Bulldogs, Coach Chris Freitag. Coach, uh, thanks for taking a few minutes to uh, chat with us today. I, I appreciate you guys having me on. And appreciate the swag. You brought some swag for the Swag Shrine. I, I reached out to you on Twitter. You're, you're, you know what? You're you're not bad on Twitter. You do a good job with your Twitter handle. You do a good job promoting your program. That's, 
for, for somebody 10, 15 years ago to say a head coach promoting social media and promoting their program on social media, that might have been crazy, but, but you do a good job with it. Talk about you know, that's that's got to be an important part of your program, isn't it? It's a great part of your program. I mean, your kids have to get excited. Uh, your parents have to get excited. Uh, it's a free way to promote your program, uh, let everybody know what's going on, and show your new uniform, show your new helmets, uh, show your accomplishments. Uh, you know, we've been fortunate enough in flat towing the last five years throughout all sports to be very successful. Yeah. And uh, I want people to know that. Uh, they, you know, it gets tweeted and retweeted, and, and people around the state, around the nation can see what type of program, even though you're a small 2A school, what kind of program you have. Ex- yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, 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 you, you do a good job keeping me updated on what's going on, and I, I know you guys are, are, are excited about the 2018 season. I know you bring back a veteran ball club. Um, I know there's still some work to do, but uh, talk about your ball club in 2018. What, what are some areas that, that you and uh, your coaching staff are really excited about with the Bulldogs? We're really excited about our offensive line. Uh, I think we returned four out of five uh, starters back from last year. have a couple kids that played uh, that, that can fill in and do a good job. Uh, I felt towards the end of the year last year, uh, you know, we struggled most of the year, but we caught fire, won five straight games, got beat out in the second round. I felt our kids improved, uh, you know, and to have those kids back, and we had a really good summer, probably our best summer since I've been there. Uh, pretty excited about the offensive line for sure. It's the base of your pro. I mean, if you don't have a good offensive line, you know, especially at a small school level, you're, you're going to struggle. I mean, it, every team that wins a lot in the small school level, we, we see it at state every year. You know, the, the teams at 2A, 3A level, they all are really good up front. Um, and I definitely think that's the base. And for what you guys, your scheme offensively, you guys are a physical, like to run the football team. That fits right in with your personality, doesn't it? Exactly. I mean, you look at the successful programs, East Bernard, Shiner, Mason, Referio, even Brock. You know, those schools have had great offensive lines. Uh, you can pretty well run what you want to run when you have a great offensive line. It doesn't have to be ground and pound. You can spread it out. You can be multiple, whatever you want. Uh, but if you control the line of scrimmage, and you have a few athletes, you're going to be pretty darn successful. All right. Now, look, you, you mentioned a couple of teams, Refurio and Shiner. You're familiar with those guys. Last couple of realignments, you, you were playing Refurio, Shiner, Weimer, Schulenberg. Do you feel like you made somebody at the UIL mad when, when you got those alignments? You know, I, I'll never forget walking into the Regent Center that day and uh, getting handed a packet, you know, that, that said Flatonia, Shiner, Weimer, Ganado, Refurio, and Schulenberg. Uh, and getting tweets from the local media guys saying, hey, welcome to the little SEC. Uh, <laughs> all right, all right. But, you know, looking back, being the smallest school in that district, really a school that should have probably played down. I think we were two or three kids over. Uh, those two years of being in that district really helped our program. You know, we, we won playoff. We, we made it through the district and got out and won playoff games and, and uh, went three rounds, and it made our kids tough. A tough mentality is what we believe in, uh, and our kids are still uh, feeding off those years and, and, and knowing, hey, man, our, we're in a smaller classification, and we've been successful playing these bigger schools. Now, a THSCA convention, I mean, it's, it's as busy as I've ever seen it. Uh, you know, I mean, Mon- Monday is usually the busiest day, and it, it is definitely busy. It just, it's a testament to the, the Texas high school coaches and the, and the association uh, this kind of turnout that we've had. Uh, when you look at um, the THSCA and what it means, um, just talk about what it means to you and, and any advice you have for a young coach on how to get, in, uh, how important and why it's important to be involved in Texas High School Coaches Association. You know, 
when you're when you're younger, and I can still remember when I was a young coach, uh, you know, Coach Stein, David Stein was my, my first boss, and he said, we got to get you involved in Texas High School Coach Association. I do the same for my coaches. The reason why uh, it is such a great organization, uh, you know, they have they have different types of insurance for you, uh, different types of protection. They, if you're a member, they honor your kids, uh, academic all-state. Uh, there's just so many avenues that Texas High School Coaches Association does for you and protects our protect our profession. And I don't mean protects it, but but they keep us lined out. Uh, you know, coaches are, are, are a crazy breed at times. They can be, yeah. You, they can you know, be. and you probably see it a lot. But, you know, we have – values and and morals and and it's all about our organization which is the most powerful organization for sure in the state and of course of course the most powerful athletic organization in the nation Uh, it it is a wonderful organization look at this place look at all the exhibitors uh great lectures i saw uh, maurice lindquist from a&m this morning uh you know chad morris spoke uh man they got some great speakers and and the knowledge and what they do for us here uh, San Antonio is a great place with the Riverwalk. I mean, it's not just awesome. Not too far away from home. Not too, too far away from home, but far, en- right on but far enough. Yeah, yeah, get on right, out, right on I-10 and, yes, sir. and go, right? Yes, sir. Now, uh, going to make you spin the wheel here, Coach. Spin that wheel. All right. This is our Dick's Sporting Goods Wheel of Questions. Whatever question it lands on, you got to answer it truthfully and honestly. We promise it won't get you fired. <laughs> but I think the folks in town may enjoy seeing what you answer. We've got some fun ones and some tough ones. So I'm going to give that bad boy a spin. Let's get a good one. Let's see what we got here. All right. This is a good one, and I think you, you probably have the answer to this. The wishbone offense, it is uh, not around as much anymore. There's variations of it, but it's not around in its form under Coach Daryl Royal. Mm-hmm. But hypothetically, if the Bulldogs had on their schedule a team that ran the wishbone offense, do you have a coach on your staff that could put together a defensive game plan to defend that that offense? My defensive coordinator, uh, Stephen Pope, could shut down a wishbone shut offense. Shut it down. He could okay. shut it down. <laughs> What's uh, the key to stopping an offense like the wishbone offense? What's the key? The key is to be disciplined. You know, and, and you hear it all the time. You know, we ran the beer. Uh, people say, we don't see that. We only have three days to prepare for you. Blah, 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 blah. You know, we're used to seeing the spread mm-hmm. and, and all this stuff. And that, that, that's very true. But really, you know, whatever we key that week, whatever we tell our tackles to do, whatever you tell your ends to do, it's about being disciplined. Uh, it's a tough – it's, it's kind of like the wing tee, slot tee. You know, if you're looking in the backfield, uh, you're not going to be very successful. So you got to stick with whatever the game plan is, uh, and you better have a dang good nose guard. There you go. You already hear a coach from Coach Freitag. Appreciate your time. Thank you, Matt. Thanks for all your success and appreciate what you do for student-athletes in the state of Texas. I appreciate it. Thank you guys for doing what you do. It's it's amazing what you've done for Texas high school football. Dave Campbell's, uh, what a great, great, what a great, great company. We appreciate you, Coach. Thank you. Thank you. There he is, Flatonio Coach Chris Freitag here on Texas Football Today. Appreciate him stopping by the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Booth at THSCA Coaching School and Convention in San Antonio. Excited to see what his Bulldogs do in 2018. That's going to do it for us today. Thanks for spending part of your day with us. Again, I apologize for my voice. It is getting a little better, but it was very bad yesterday. You did not want to hear it, which is why this podcast is a day late. So 
Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram, instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's. And, of course, see us at texasfootball.com. Vince Young, please come get your Player of the Year trophy. We'll see you tomorrow on Texas Football Today.